strange. 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 Oh, God damn it, I cracked the kombucha first. I wanted the alcoholic drink first. Oh, no. Juan's pulling out the water. Staying hydrated. Water, bro. All right, welcome back to another Strange Wands. And you should know by now, I am Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And obviously, this other guy's name is Juan. Call me sports commentator Juan for a little bit. (laughs) Going through some stuff and... I didn't get kicked out from my house, just so for those wondering. <laughs> so what what are you what are you doing, bro? Why are you where are you? Why are you there? I'm in Miami and I'm bringing a, a whole new human. Well, not me personally, but I contributed to a certain extent. Yes, bringing a, a new human into the the world. Juan's having another child, and he he just came inside of his woman, and it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's the miracle of life. When you put it that way, bro, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. All you got to do is jizz, something you do every day with your hand anyway, so. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in uh, he's in Miami. Welcome to Miami. And um, he's got, Juan's got his headset on for the listeners, and he does slightly look like he should be at the UFC right now commentating next to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Call me Juan Rogan, yeah, bro. <laughs> Juan Rogan. Channeling my inner Rogan. I don't have my soundboard, which sucks, bro. I can't do nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it still looked pretty crispy. It's still pretty good. Um, we're still going to pump out the Strange Wands episode for all the fans. And uh, so uh, I was talking to Juan. We wanted to do something kind of fun, and we haven't really dived into Ghost for a bit. We got other ideas coming down the pipeline very soon. Uh, but we thought, I thought, you know, doing some hauntings around Florida and then how we're trying to do like a kind of a series where we, it will happen, it will happen sometimes and it's not going to happen all the time, but how episodes will relate to each other. Like two in a row, usually we're trying to aim for is to do something where it's, you know, we talk about one thing and that kind of leads into the same sort of topic, so to speak. Yeah. I wanted to do that way because just so it's easier. Cause you know, it can be hard sometimes to find a topic and I mean, shout out to rising from the ashes, homie Romy and Dan Unaki, which I, I took the idea from them where they do a whole month's worth of episodes on one topic. So yeah. this month, you know, they'll focus on the divine feminine. The next month, they'll focus on the lizard people or whatever it is. So I thought, hey, let's just do it that way where we focus on two yeah. episodes of the same thing. That's it's not always going to be that way. There will be times where we'll get into other things in a month. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to kind of like maybe do like ghost like hauntings for this month. And then maybe next month we'll talk about... Um, some paranormal events or some true crime or some aliens. Like it might switch it up a little bit, but uh, it's just an idea in the works to be like, Hey, kind of, we'll talk about now we're going to talk about ghosts. The next two times uh, you will hear strange ones. This one and the next one will be about ghosts. So we're going to start with ghosts of Florida. Of course, there's so much things going on in Florida. You couldn't even imagine. And uh, it's going to come on the Patreon soon. And we're going to talk about some more. We're going to do another strange news, uh, which will be centered around Florida and a bunch of fucked up stories from Florida. <laughs> but uh, even me and Anton have a talks because we're starting to do um, unreal reviews coming up for the Patreon. Where we review. What does that mean? What do you mean? What, unreal reviews? Yeah. So we're going to call and I want you to jump on, especially for uh, a movie that you enjoy 
Uh, but we're reviewing movies essentially, uh, more or less like obscure horror movies. But of course we're going to start with the OG strange brew. And, um, so that's in the works. So we have talks, which we're going to do a whole month, uh, for the Patreon of like, um, movies to do with space. So we'll watch Jason X, mm. um, and review it and do an unreal review. <laughs> Jason and, X. and then we'll do uh, leprechaun in space and then fucking pinhead in space, Hellraiser in space. So. We have a lot of ideas for the Patreon. It's pretty exciting. We also are coming out soon with the hose head commentary, which me and Anton are going to get drunk stoned and we're going to, we're going to commentate on movies and you can watch them with us. So to speak, you just pretty much have to press play when we press play and you can hear us uh, make fun of horror movies. Most likely. I thought you were already stoned and high and I am. I, well, not, not right now. I do. Uh, I'm trying to keep it even and keel because uh, sometimes you know we're tr- we're not getting too loose, not too loose, but we're getting loose a little bit. I got a I got a Yo. I got a white car white white claw hard seltzer Are iced tea period, lemon. Bro, isn't that a girl drink? It's fucking tasty and it's light, man. I get I get made fun of all the time for drinking those things. So they're fucking good and they're light. I don't like like as I get older, the beers like I still love IPAs and stuff, but like it's like heavier on your gut and you just feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just, sometimes it's not, you know, in the hot weather and it getting warmer out, you want something tasty, something like, I like hard iced teas are always good. I always like dig those. But yeah, we have, yeah. hard lemonade, bro. Those are delicious. See, those are too sugary for me. That's why I usually go for the lighter uh, drinks. So it really depends. Um, but I, you know, I will go back to beer once in a while. Like I have some IPAs in the fridge. I love my gin and tonics, but today I had iced tea, lemon iced tea by uh, White Claw. Cause they just came out with these. So they're pretty good, but yeah, there is a lot of stuff in the works for the Patreon. So we appreciate everyone that subscribes to that because we have a lot of different ideas for that. And it's going to be a lot of fun things that the fans will appreciate. So let's Hell get yeah. in to haunted Florida hauntings in Florida. Florida is being haunted. So <laughs> there are infinite amount of terrifying stories that come from Florida. A few of those creepy stories include the infamous 2012 Miami cannibal incident where a man tried to eat another man's face. Remember that one, Juan? Weren't you on that yeah, bus? I remember. I know I was not on that bus, but I do remember that very vividly because that is creepy as fuck. I mean, supposedly the guy didn't eat the other dude's face because it didn't find parts of his face in the dude's stomach. But how fucked up do you got to be, bro, to choose on gnaw on somebody's face? Like, I mean, I thought is, is that guy uh, was that the guy on the bus, or is it another? No, incident? you're talking about you're talking about something else. I think we're oh. talking about the under the Causeway Cannibals, what they call them, the co- the Miami Causeway Cannibal. <laughs> it was underneath. It was a homeless dude. Was underneath like a a, a, a bridge, bro, and homeboy humped uh, humped jumped <laughs> over the 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 barrier. And he was just not on, on homeboy's face. The cops come by. Do you see it in the video, bro? Homeboy, the cop looks over and he fucking backs up because he saw a dude chewing on a guy's face. That's fucked up. That sounds like we and should do that. the dude's alive. Oh, yo, we should do that for a Patreon episode and show the video because then it won't get pulled. We talked We talked about it, didn't we? I we feel like on Rockfin, I, I think. think on the cannibal, the cannibal uh, cop episode, you might have mentioned it. But there is a, there was another story 
of I thought it was Canadian, like in Niagara Falls or something. This guy was. I know on, which one you're talking yeah. about. The Chinese guy, I think. That he was like, on a bus, and people said yes. the guy was a juggalo or something. But he like sawed off the guy's half of his yes. neck and like started eating shit from his neck. Like it's disgusting. I remember that one, dude. I think I I know which one you're talking about. It was on a bus. Yeah. I remember which one you're talking very, about. I will yeah, eventually maybe talk up. about it on Patreon. Um, you know, maybe some really gruesome tales we'll just talk about for a Patreon episode. But yeah. uh, there are obviously onslaughts of hurricanes constantly. Let's not forget about the giant alligators that keep appearing on Florida golf courses. Do you ever see those when you're golfing out there, Juan? I'm 14 miles away from... I mean, I see them all the time going fishing, bro. I can show you videos of gators harassing my boat. Do you golf? Literally, I've had... A, no, I don't golf. Okay, I was going to say, I, I can't... Fish. I can't picture you in, like, those khaki little shorts stupid, and golf bro. shoes. <laughs> I think I think golfing is... Not, not, nothing against those golfers yeah. out there if they listen to this show, but I just... I see them all the time fishing, and I am 14 miles away from the Everglades right now, so... Are you going to go out there? Uh, yeah, if homie Romy decides to come through, we're going to go out to the middle of Everglades and do a podcast on site. So that'd be pretty cool. I would love to just like go out there and get fucking pretty ripped, have a beer or two and just get lost in the fucking Everglades. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about getting lost in the Everglades, but there's <laughs> pythons and boa constrictors and all that shit. <laughs> think if we use the Ouija board out there or do anything, dude. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. If I could, this is. The skunk ape. Don't really like that name, but you guys call me that. <laughs> Coming in from another dimension. It's like, just, just in, guys. <laughs> We're getting word from the skunk ape. I'm fucking with the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so Florida certainly provides a fair share of nightmare fuel. And to make matters worse, some of the paranormal, you know, freaky things that happen in Florida are considered the real deal. From the Key West Cemetery to the Apollo 1 launch site, there have been a number of maybe suspected supernatural sightings down in the sunshine state. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Guess, dude, I saw so many places here, some that I've even been to oh, or really? been next door to. Yeah, so let's talk about... First, I want to talk about the... And then I have some couple... I don't know if you're well-versed in Tartaria talk, but some places that relate to Tartaria as well and yeah. Skull and Bones, bro. Really? From here. Yeah, dude. I can see I got, that. I got a couple things here. So let's talk about the, the Cape Canaveral's Launch Complex 34. I hadn't heard this place yeah. until you brought it up to me. And it's got to do with the Apollo 1 tragedy. We have the AS-204 was going to be the first manned mission of the Apollo program, the end goal of which was to successfully land a manned spacecraft on the moon. And to blow Apollo it up. 1 was, yeah, was simply going <laughs> to be a test. The engineers, as NASA wanted to put, them, put the manned Apollo command and service module into orbit. The launch was scheduled for February of 1967. I wonder if it was like Friday the 13th or some shit. Can you imagine they, they planned yeah. it for like Friday the 13th? I don't so, like uh, I don't like Nicolas Cage, man. He's staring at me. It's really creeped me out. Bro, the new movie was amazing. But we'll Which talk one? About that later. The unbearable weight of, of massive talent. Just so the fans, they don't see this that are listening, but uh, Juan has a green screen up and it's fucking Nicolas Cage's head on a cupcake and he's like deadpan <laughs> staring into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> so in January, the pilots geared up for what they thought was going to be a launch rehearsal. Little did they know what Apollo one that Apollo one wouldn't ever make it off the ground. <laughs> On January twenty seventh, yo, check what the what day that is. January twenty seventh, nineteen sixty seven. I hope. Oh no, never mind. It was a Friday though, but it was the twenty seventh. Hmm. 
Uh, so we have here, <laughs> let's see. Uh, pilots Gus Gribson, Ed White, and Roger B. Shafi. All the- sound like 1960s I- fucking sitcom characters. <laughs> <laughs> What's a guy named so Earl these White? Three guys. <laughs> No, no. These three guys rode the Astro Van out to the launch site. This particular rehearsal was to test if the Apollo spacecraft could correctly operate using its own internal power. The van blow up? The test was considered non-hazardous as there was no fuel or cryogenics aboard the spacecraft, and the pyrotechnics had been disabled. The engineers were confident and didn't plan for any serious emergencies, which provided to be a fatal mistake. After the first successful run, faulty wiring caused an electric spark and that ignited the highly oxygenated air in the craft. It took about five seconds for the flames to overwhelm the cabin. The door was sealed shut, trapping the pilots inside. There was no way for rescue crews to get in. The fire eventually burned a hole through the cabin and burst through the exterior of the craft. They died almost instantly. I I feel like that we've talked about this, or I think I've, I don't think I've seen the aftermath of this, but I have heard about the story and that they actually murdered Homeboy because he was taught trash talking NASA. Did you hear about that conspiracy? Well, I'm saying it does sound like a conspiracy because how the, they all just die. Like it's just, Oh, this spark accidentally lit fucking flames and they boom, they blow up. And it's just like, I don't know. So after this happened, there is the haunted LC 34 Memorial, the launch complex 34. So mind you, these guys died a violent death. Apparently I think they even got it on audio where these guys were just screaming like, Oh, Oh, I wish I had that. Yeah. Apparently. I mean that that's from the, I think it was on, what was it? It was actually a Netflix show about conspiracies that I saw and was talking about the fake moon landing and homeboy was going around doing press conferences, I believe without telling the dudes from NASA and it just so happened to be that homeboy dies in this right when he was yeah. trash talking NASA kind of. Why isn't Mark Sargent dead? Because uh, <laughs> Mark Sargent's a flat earther, bro. <laughs> like no one believes them anyway. So the launch complex 34 was commissioned in 1969, a few months after Apollo seven, the structure's were mothballed and scrapped in 1972. All that's left today are the concrete launch pad, two flame shields, and the blockhouse. On the launch pad are two plaques that pay homage to the tragedy of Apollo 1 and the astronauts who lost their lives. There are also three granite benches with the names of the astronauts as well as a blue astronaut memorial kiosk. Yeah, Juan goes shits on those benches every weekend. (laughs) (laughs) The decaying, so is a, they say it's a, I've never been here. Where the hell is this place? Oh, it kind of looks creepy. Now those benches are just a bed for a homeless guy. Yeah, so the decaying (laughs) concrete launch pad towers over an empty grass and cement field like a monolith. But it looks like the Georgia Guidestones, kind of. It doesn't look like the site of a disaster, but everyone who visits knows what took place. The darkness of that day still hangs over the abandoned structure. Many say the ghosts of the three pilots still haunt the area. So people have feelings of overwhelming sadness, fear, tremble. Uh, a, even a, tr- a terrible sense of doom. They describe it as if the world was coming to an end. Others report having vivid memories of the disaster as if they had experienced it themselves. That's true. Despite it occurring over 50 years ago, the most common occurrences are loud, painful cries of agony echoing from the launch site. The isolation of the area means that there are no obvious sources of the sound of becoming uh, like it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. So it's yeah. like, where the, you know, it's a, a launch pad for a potential 
rocket, so it's going to be in the middle of nowhere. And some claim to see flames bursting through the Apollo spacecraft <laughs> and even feel the heat of the fire as an overwhelming burning sensation engulfs her body. What the fuck? That's crazy. That bro. actually sounds pretty trippy. And the fact that, like, imagine, like, you're just, like, going there, I don't know, for a tour with your fucking school, a bunch of fucking 10-year-olds. Oh, check this out, bro. Those who visit Launch Complex 34 relived the lives of the astronauts in their last moments. NASA had to halt visitors to the launch pad due to strange and unexplained occurrences. They And they go, quote-unquote, we don't know what that means exactly, but... We can only guess. Maybe the ghost of the astronauts came back to give Apollo one flight another shot. Perhaps the spirits began to haunt NASA personnel too. We will never know. That's crazy, dude. I never heard of this place until. Well, that's, you what I'm, that. that's what I'm saying. I thought that one was pretty interesting. That I thought you would find it interesting to look up. And yeah, like you know, you're just fucking out for a school trip. You know, going to see the old site where people blow up and die, and then the kids hear the screaming of the astronauts, like slowly fucking. You know, like that would be fucked up. Yeah, dude, it's it is pretty fucked up. And I and dude, you gotta understand that a lot of these places are along parallels. Okay, yeah. So the energy of a lot of these areas, the the elites, right? The lizards, since they're launching rockets into space, if you want to believe space, they know that the energies of these ley lines, what they have. Okay, so. You know, you have the 33rd parallel very close to where... No, well, not kind of. Well, kind of. I'm going to look that up before I start talking shit. But the 33rd parallel is a very... We should cover that one, bro. We could definitely get into parallel. that shit. There's we'll start getting into some weird, shit. strange things. I just thought it's been a while since we touched upon ghosts. So um, let's get into the next one. So we're going to talk about, you know, an old-timey theater out in like, Jacksonville, Florida. What's about the parallel lines? Are they parallel? Um, uh, so we're, n- we're not near the, st- I think we're near the 30, which one is it? The 30th parallel and the 25th parallel. So we're between there, but the 33rd parallel is very interesting. So we should definitely cover that. But the the whole point of the, that being that these ley lines, whichever one you subscribe to have these high energies. So it wouldn't surprise me if the energies were caught in some yeah sort of it would make sense you know? you know what i mean and like we've said before too um we'll we'll probably get into um ley lines even in general we should put that on the docket you know we always talk about how there's there's hauntings right and then there's like residual hauntings and there's like mm-hmm. poltergeist hauntings so this could be residual where it's just such a it's an impact of emotion such an yeah. impact of emotion Energy. from uh you know when you don't know like this happens with car accidents supposed to be you see that too, where it's a residual haunting where it's, it's just an imprint in time. It's not these, like these spirits are actually mm. living in this time loop. It's an actual, this imprint in time because of the, the high density of emotion at the time and how quickly you just die. Or there's the idea where you could be stuck there replaying it over and over because you don't even realize that you're fucking dead because your death happens so quickly that you don't even know that you're dead. It's like, I know you listen to Alan Watts, right? Yes, where he talks about Alan time, Watts. about yeah. how time is only the now. So how nothing has happened in the, pa- in the, in the future, but then nothing's happened in the past because yeah. it's just the now. 
It's fucking weird. Makes me man. think of that. Like that'll continue in that bubble of time for forever. Like echo in an yeah. echo chamber, if you will. Like that one incident, boom. That you know, if 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 time is linear, it's like boom. That's in that one instant. It just keeps yeah. going, but it's still happening in that instant that it happened. That's trippy as fuck. It is. It is. And uh, to, uh, if I was fucking stoned, I would. My brain would go in a loop. Uh, but old timey <laughs> theaters certainly have their charm. But in some cases, when the lights go out, they reveal a darker side. Constructed in. Oh, we you know it's in Jacksonville, bro. Your favorite. Oh, uh, I'm about to go there in the next Jacksonville. Yeah, you're gonna get sucked <laughs> off by a toothless hooker. No, bro. I'm <laughs> gonna go see Sam Tripley. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Um, so constructed in 1926 and opened in 1927, the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida, obviously is the former site of an old police station, which many is believed to have caused of a, maybe there's paranormal activity there. Some have claimed to see strange shadows in the theater's balcony, while others report mysterious shapes and figures appearing in the photos they have taken. According to the rumors, the ghost of the theater's old projectionist still roams the hall late at night. Oh, got it. Got to turn on the projection. Uh, I don't know what that guy's about. Um, paranormal experts attempt to disprove the hauntings of Florida theater. Instead, they found further evidence that something supernatural resides in its walls. So that's just a creepy old theater. Pretty much. But you should be wearing this because you sound like a commentator sometimes. Yeah, like, I do. Welcome to the Strange Brew Podcast. Welcome I'm to your host, Tom. <laughs> Pretty so, much. Yeah. I wanted to bring up this next one. It's not necessarily haunted, but it's one that we've talked about before. It's one that I've personally been to and I'm currently not very far away from right now. But on this list of old city ghosts that I found, the top 20 most haunted places in Florida, the Coral Castle is on there, bro. Is it for hauntings? Well, here's the thing. So I'm going to read this because I was like, wait, it's haunted? I mean, I've been there. Didn't really... You, know, you didn't feel that weird. vibe, yeah. Yeah, that, you know, it's okay. Maybe a magical so, vibe, like you're at Disneyland with all the pedophiles. Jeez, oh, bro. <laughs> so apparently, this is this is Coral Castle. We've done a show. What episode was that on that we did? That was on the you Coral Castle episode. I don't fucking yeah, remember but, what number. I don't number my fucking episodes. Oh, well, anyways, go find it. It's <laughs> on there. It was a great episode. Yeah, Coral and Castle was a great episode. I went there. I, I hadn't learned about it until obviously I did this show, which mm. I was like, what? Or no, wait, I think I brought it up to you yes. after I found it. And, and I, was I was like, like let's do go. this. And then you went, so, did you went after we recorded it, right? I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah. I went yeah. after we recorded it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So located in Miami, the Coral Castle was said to be designed to mimic the Egyptian pyramids, which I was like, okay, whatever. Like an Egyptian. But the entire design seems intriguing enough to trigger some conversations. While the place isn't really haunted per se, rumors have floated for many years that Edward Leedskalinen, the architect of the Coral Castle, haunts was said it? to... What was that? He haunts it. No, no, no. He was said to have magical so he's like a magician bro like he's yeah. they, they say he carried around this little black box and he's he even said himself that he had figured out the answers to the egyptian pyramids he's like a david blaine maybe or a what's that one mind <laughs> chris freak that was like chris freak. <laughs> <laughs> so others have gone quite a bit far to say that lead scalin scalinin had a bit of help during the construction process aliens bro Hit me with the X-Files, bro. <laughs> Quicker. Come on, let's go. Aliens are everywhere, sir. You'll find them in your bum hole at night. 
So they were, they say that they were visitors of the intergalactic variety. The mystery remains to this day of how this place was constructed or the story, bro. Because if you look at this place, right, it's it's in and it's in, it's in, it's in one spot of Florida. Yeah. And did you know that homeboy came from another spot further down south, like towards the Keys, and brought all his shit to the spot that I went to? So it didn't just start there. What? It started somewhere else. Yeah, dude, it started somewhere else. What, they use like a fucking freight homeboy- train? Well, he, that's the thing. He hired somebody to help him, mm-hmm. but he'd be like, leave it here, I'll load it up, and you just come and drive Just me. turn around. Wah, 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 wah. He uses his fucking <laughs> telepathic <laughs> he's, mind levitation. Well, he's Dr. Strange or Magneto <laughs> or some shit. So, he's Magneto, but the- for rocks instead. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though, dude, for real. Like, nobody knows how he got the rocks, yeah, right? That's weird. Like, there's, you can tell where he mined them from his property. Yeah. But what he was using, dude, it's wild, like, how this guy was able to do this. So some people say that he was even able to vanish and come back. Because when he, they said that he would only work at night. Yeah, okay. I remember that, he, yeah. He would only work at night. So who's to say, you know, you have... Uh, Kabbalah, where they talk about Jin helping people build the, the Temple of Solomon. You know, King Solomon yeah. helped, you know, conjure demons. So who knows if Homeboy only did this at night because he was using some sort of demons or supernatural shit. Which too. is weird. And I've said this too before. Um, I think we mentioned it on there, but it, I, I don't know if one guy could do it, but there's the theory that, you know, monks or Tibetan monks would like, mm. they would hymn all in unison and they go, home. And the vibration of their oming, their alming, their hemming, whatever you want to fucking call it, it would levitate objects. But this guy must mm-hmm. have a fucking throat on him and a good singing voice to achieve that. Yeah, I gotta throw, show me that with that mouth, dude, boy. <laughs> Got to gotta throw it on him. But yeah, dude, this place is trippy. If you ever come down, we should definitely visit there. I I, I bought a little, uh, supposedly a little stone that came from there. It's like a little lime rock. Uh, limestone little yeah. piece, a souvenir. I Wand bought it and I have it in, it in his my butthole. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> that's what gives me my magical powers. But come on, like this guy is trippy. That's a no, trippy it is. Ass story. It is like, so, how it this is guy so was weird. Able to do that. Um, I would love to come down. I keep saying that, but I won't be allowed back in. <laughs> Maybe your Nazi government will let you out soon enough, bro. I, mean, I have yeah. faith in that. I've, I just, it's just so strange that you can literally fly or anywhere in the States and go wherever and across the border into Canada and come back into the States. But if I come to the States, I can't come back into Canada. Like a buddy's uh, uncle. Yeah. Buddy's uncle got fucking. Yeah. You literally, if you live in the States, you can come across the border and you can go back. Um, I'm pretty sure if you're unshot, if you're unshotted, (laughs) if you're unvaccinated. Um, But um, I can't fucking come back in because supposedly even uh, my buddy's uncle tried to cross and they didn't let him. So I was like, that's, that's wild, bro. Yeah. So that's crazy. It's fucking retarded. The numbers don't mm-hmm. lie. The numbers lie mm-hmm. in the beginning, but I'm saying the science, the science, the real science is there. It's fucking, it's there. Like the fact that, you know, people fell for a, a lot of propaganda, which is true. And if you mm-hmm. did like, Hey, that's on you, not me. But uh, a lot of shit was bullshit and they lied and convinced people otherwise. So so it's a wow. weird, strange time, man. The iconic building in St. Augustine was built by Henry F- Flagler, Flagler, in eighteen. Yes, Flagler County, probably that's yeah. where you get that from. Yeah. We have Flagler County out here. Flagler, Flagler Rock, uh, eighteen ninety one, and is listed on the National Register of Historical Places. This historical prison held up to seventy two prisoners at a time and served the city for more than sixty years. While the jail stopped housing prisoners years ago, many believe the old jail is still active. 
with uh, prisoners and the tortured souls of prisoners who are trapped between worlds. A visit here is an experience you won't soon forget. You see collections of weapons that were actually used in crimes, maximum security and death row cells, and hear stories of the jail hangings. Uh, tour guides, visitors, and others have reported feeling cold spots, hearing the sounds of shuffling feet inside the old jail. Many of them also see a large shadowy figure of what is believed to be maybe Sheriff Perry, nice name, who was six foot five and weighed 300 pounds, standing in the main cell block. The old jail had been featured in various paranormal investigations, and many who have taken photographs both inside and outside of the jail have captured strange images of oil shadows streaks of lights so who knows this jail is definitely haunted jails are always fucking hot there's like a haunted jail in ottawa there's haunted jail in toronto there's a fucking haunted jail everywhere there's a fucking old building that used to um in the city i used to live in brantford where they um they pretty much like they house certain prisoners and they used to hang people and now there's like a bell or something there i can't remember like it's been a while since i've been downtown and there's been there's like a bell and it's it was an old jail cell and then they turned it into some government fucking bullshit building. But they, there's one spot for sure because I remember as a kid, we, we did like a tour and walked around. They said they used to hang people and they're like, yeah, that's where they hung people. And I was like, that's great. I like that. I'm 12. I love dark, scary things. <laughs> Bro, so when you brought up the ghost of Castillo de San Marcos, I've been there and I didn't know its history. Now, the reason I picked this one and I picked another Another one that kind of relates. Yeah. And I don't know if I should leave this one for the end, but I have another one that, that leave I Leave it till here. the end then if you if you think that it's worth it. If it's worth yeah, the, I think, the uh, final, the finale. So I want to talk about one that I stayed like about down the road from. And I, I brought it up to my girlfriend, but or my fiance, and she didn't know that it was haunted. But the oh. Miami Biltmore Hotel, we stayed in this area. It's a... During the height of organized crime in the United States, it was no secret that a lot of mobsters would often hang out in even some of the most luxurious hotels in the country. Believe it or not, Al Capone had a home in Miami and died in nearby Palm Island. One such spirit that might have overstayed his welcome is said to belong to a mobster who was murdered over a gambling debt on the 33rd floor, supposedly. Of course, of course. The spirit seems to be quite mischievous and as guests and staff of the hotel reported lights flickering on and off almost constantly other paranormal occurrences that may have happened were elevators stopping on the wrong floor and the kitchen doors somehow being held open for the servers coming in and out and this is the Biltmore Miami Biltmore Hotel I believe it's in Coral Gables and I've been there numerous times and apparently we stayed there like down the road from from there for her birthday one time Oh, it's too bad. So, like, I would love to go, and I've said this to Anton since he, like, hopefully... Fuck that, bro. I know what you're going to say. I want to go to some haunted locations, right, and do the Ouija board. If no. not, if not, just the the spirit box, because that's just... I could just have the spirit box going and walk through places. But they have, like, haunted tours in Niagara and this city in Hamilton that's near Toronto. They have some in Toronto, but, like, I know Hamilton definitely has one, and Niagara Falls has one. And it would be just cool to like almost record uh, a thing for Patreon, like an episode where you walk around and hear, usually it's a chick, sometimes it's a guy, but like the tour guide, tell you all the ghost stories, ask stupid questions mm. as the Well, we go to St. Augustine, yeah, which is there's tons of haunted of places that, in there. Yeah, we go, they do ghost tours. So See, if that we were would to come cool. down, that'd be dope. So perhaps one of the spookiest places in Key West is East Martello oh, Key Fort. West. You have, have you been there? 
No, I haven't. Jersey I've Shore, to Key West, but I've man. never heard never heard of that place. <laughs> Jersey Shore <laughs> is considered to be. They did for on their vacation seat. Like they convinced everyone they're going out of. Um, Chelsea was watching it. And they're convincing people they're like, oh, we're gonna this go recent. Yeah, the probably last year. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go off to an island and we're gonna go like Cuba. And then they just went to Key West. <laughs> It's like, you're still in the fucking States, man. My dad was just there last weekend, but I mean, I've been to Key West, but I've never encountered any spirits. Sounds like a lot of uh, rich hoity-toity people go there. Yep. (laughs) So East Merlotto Fort is considered to be one of the most haunted places in Florida. The main spirit that captures the curiosity of paranormal experts is Robert the Doll. Have you ever heard of Robert the Doll? That one, yes. Have you ever heard of Robert the Doll? Me and uh, yeah, throwback to an episode that has since gone extinct. Um, mean, when Billy first came on, um, I don't know if it's still up. I thought I thought I got rid of it, um, because it was one of the like it was one of like the fifth or sixth episodes. Uh, was the Haunted Dolls episode back when we were drinking Twenty Sixers every episode? Get absolutely wrecked. And it's I think it's. For East Martello, bro. East Martello. And museum. Yeah. And, Martello. Um, Martello. Martello. Uh, and uh, so we've talked about haunted dolls uh, way back in the day. If you're a longtime listener, you'll remember that episode. Um, it was just haunted dolls do some weird things. A lot of haunted dolls out there. There's tons on eBay that you can buy. That might be a whole episode for Patreon. We might just literally talk about all Fuck the that. haunted dolls that are on eBay. Man, I almost bought some too. Oh, no. There goes Frank. No. <laughs> Fuck Frank. Frank fucking <laughs> fell, man. Sorry, buddy. My skeleton friend, he hangs out with me sometimes. He fucking fell. God damn it, Frank. <laughs> and uh, so uh, there, I went through them, and there's like, I the one day I was a stone. I was just going to fucking eBay, looking. There's so many haunted dolls. This doll has a nice spirit, and it helps you find things. This doll, it doesn't like to be spoken to badly, and if you put it in a dark room, it will cause hauntings. Don't uh, don't mess with this doll. This what? doll has a bright energy, and her name is Victoria. She likes to watch over me. This doll, like, there's literally like, if you go on eBay and type in haunted dolls, there is fucking thousands of pages, and eventually. Why we mentioned it on the like one of the very very early episodes of Strange Brew, but I would like to do it for a Patreon episode. It's not just do haunted dolls because eventually we might get into specific haunted doll cases, but just talk about the ones on eBay because it's fucking weird, dude. There's mm, yeah, so that sounds many, weird, but something I wouldn't fucking buy like at all. I was going to. I was looking at a couple. I was like, maybe I don't know. It's only Fuck like fucking <laughs> fifty bucks. <laughs> so no. I used to be obsessed with eBay. So um, the main spirit, obviously, is Robert the Doll, a child's toy that is on display inside the fort. And the funny thing is, too, um, Jack and Ozzy go on the tour, whatever, uh, Ozzy Osbourne and Jack Osbourne, um, they did, like, a show where they go on tour in different places. It's like they tour the world. Like, it was a good show. It was funny. Ozzy Osbourne is fucking hilarious because he's, like, half not there, half in outer space. He's just, he's a strange character. So they went here. I'm pretty sure they went to this fort because they must have because that's where the Robert doll was. And um, Ozzy did not like that doll because Jack got a miniature of the doll and then Ozzy just kept trying to bury it like in the sand and shit and hide it. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, it's supposedly that Robert the doll stays with one of these dolls. Parts of, part of him stays with all these dolls they sell supposedly. 
And that Ozzy's oh, like, fuck this fuck? doll. And he's like trying to bury it on the beach. And then Jack's like, what the fuck? And then they're like tire popped later on. And he's like, you keep fucking with the doll. It's causing fucking, uh, we're cursed now. It was, it was actually really funny because Ozzy just hated the doll and kept trying to like throw it out the window and shit. And just like, well, you're probably making him angry, man. Yeah. Fuck that. But I don't <laughs> fuck with any of that stuff. So Robert once belonged to a local artist, Robert Eugene Otto, who received the doll from a servant who worked for his parents. And supposedly this servant, uh, was a Haitian woman who practiced voodoo. So, uh, though his lifetime, mostly during his childhood, Robert blamed the doll for various weird and strange events. From ransacking of his bedroom to other strange behaviors, he often, <laughs> yeah, he's like, the fucking doll did it, man, I swear. Yeah, I know. I was about to be like, oh, well, like, he's like, I hurt my leg, fucking doll. But then it's like <laughs> the ransacking of my room, like it fucking broke my car windows. Like, all right, bro, you got some other <laughs> shit going on. He often spoke to the doll, which could be heard responding in different voice, in a different voice. So that is really weird. The fact that he was like talking to the doll and then the doll's like, Yes, Robert, I'm going to wreck you. I don't know what the fuck this doll sounds like, but it's just like, it would be, it would Probably be creepy. something like that. Yeah. Well, if you've, if you remember, you ever seen the, um, the movie, uh, the others? Mm, maybe it's gotten the Cole Kidman in it. And it's the, you know, you ever seen scary movie, um, three where it's like, you're mm. not my daughter. And he pulls off the thing and it's Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. <laughs> so and then the original, <laughs> you're not my daughter. I swear, I never touched her. Um, and fucking so the original uh, movie they made fun of, the others, is actually a pretty fairly creepy movie. Uh, spoiler alert! But they go in this house and it seems to be like haunted. Blah blah blah. And then they find out they're the fucking ghosts. But you can hear like the children talking Oof. to people and stuff. It's a good movie. I actually, it's, yeah, I've never, I've never seen it, but yeah. It's, Said that I like that plot twist. I'm looking at the pictures here, and it looks pretty pretty good. It's worth I've a watch. It it's worth a watch. You should check it out. You know, get fucking stone, have a beer. It is worth a watch. It is it is pretty creepy for a ghost film, and it was it was praised at the time that it came out. But it, it touches on like the mediums, you know, and psychics and all that type of phenomenon. It, it I enjoyed it when I was a kid. It definitely creeped me out. So the doll is believed to be possessed and cursed. Today, those who visit the fort attest that its facial expressions change inside the glass case. Orbs of light, um, and supposedly are there, strange sounds and shadows and other mysterious occurrences have been witnessed at the fort. And this doll just looks like, it's like he's like in a sailor suit and his face is mangled like it just looks, it's, if you look up the uh, people, if you have never seen what Robert the doll looks like, literally just Google it. It's, um, he's a weird, scary looking doll with like beady yeah, black eyes. That. And supposedly like people can feel the energy when even looking at fucking pictures of him and stuff. It's, it's very strange. This one kind of ties into this. There's yeah. all these forts all around the world called yes. star forts. And there are some in Florida and two of the places that I picked could be considered star forts, but there's okay. something about, so if you, if you look at this place, the Fort East Martello, if mm. you look at this place, it's a, it's the red brick. Okay. Yeah. And there's this idea that the red brick holds energy and conducts energy differently than regular brick. And that's why they've torn down all these red brick mm. places and they're putting up their bullshit now, which, uh, you know, it's what Nikola Tesla was on and all this other stuff. So I could see where the energy would be stored of this 
doll or whatever it is. I don't know, really see red brick conduct. homes anymore. It's very rare. No, no, very you don't. Rare. It's all. I'm no architecture. You know what I mean? Like I'm not no architect, right? I don't yeah. know about architecture or anything like that. So it could just be like, hey, after a certain amount of time, you got to knock it down, which that's fine. Yeah. But it's just a lot of these spaces were burnt down. And, you know, you have the whole Tartaria thing, which some people say it's propaganda. Yep. I mean, I, I think it could have, you know, it's just another word for the Atlanteans, whatever. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Strange. I wanted to talk about a place that I've been to here that I that I pulled up on a list. We have the I-4 dead zone. And I was like, what the fuck? The I-4 dead I, zone? Can't You can't get so, in contact with your service provider? So, no, well, here's <laughs> the thing. So, I-4 is this interstate that is fucking horrendous to drive on here in Florida. It's always under construction. Nobody ever fucking likes it. There's a ton of accidents, ton of people dying yeah. constantly, right? So there's a place. Uh, so I-4 dead zone. I'm like, I've traveled the I-4 a lot, right? I live here in Florida. Yeah. And I've traveled on the, where this place is at. So if you ever travel on I-4 between Daytona Beach and Orlando, you'll find a spot on the St. John's River Bridge that can only be known as the dead zone. So much traffic flows through the lanes of this roadway and the plenty of motorists have seen it all. Bad accidents, hitchhikers appearing and quickly disappearing in a series of Brutal storms whipping through this part of the interstate. Before the bridge was even built, this was close to a small settlement where German immigrants resided. Many of them died from the yellow fever and are said to be buried in graves located near one of the ends of the St. John, St. John's River Bridge. So they say that this area is high of paranormal activity. Sounds like fucking and, Twilight Zone. The dead zone. And under and underneath the this Stephen area, I, I remember there's a lot of gators, like always, bro. It's full of fucking gators. Like, Shapeshifting gators, bro? Shapeshifters? Probably. I mean, it could be the skinwalker. Who the fuck knows, dude? That is strange. There's a lot of strange things in like, you know, dead zones where things like no, and that hap- that's, there's a couple places on earth like that where you can't even fucking use any tor- sort of technology because it fucking bugs out. And I had a friend of my dad's one time, bro, that he ha- travels a lot to Mexico. Mexico. And I don't know how true that Mexico, he's a Mexican. And I don't he's know how Mexican. true this is, but he, he told my dad one time of a place in Mexico where, and again, I haven't confirmed this, but he just yeah. was telling us one time that you could scream and a person could be standing right next to you and they couldn't hear you. Is it La La La, la Lorna? <laughs> what? La La La, 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 la Lorna. You? you don't know that? No. La La La, 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 la Lorna. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know who La 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 Lorna is? Yeah, bro. I don't know who that is. I never watched the movie. It's supposed to be no, sucks. it's not that. But it's a real curse and she's a... Uh, She's creepy, and uh, she drowned her children. Mm. I've heard of that, too, where there's places like that where it's almost like an anomaly where you can't hear someone yes. like beside you or um, mm-hmm. it echoes weird. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird, strange places on Earth, and, you know, they can't just be explained away always. Um, I'm someone who believes that anything is possible, so. Yeah. Let's, you guys so, want to talk about this lighthouse? It's creepy, creepy lighthouse in Florida. The one, the one in Saint Cloud, in Saint Cloud, in Saint Augustine. I th- everything's in Saint Augustine, pretty much. But yeah, uh, almost yeah. Built in. It seems like a lot of creepy things because that's probably. Um, it's one of the oldest cities. Well, that's ever, what I was gonna though. say. Was- Original settlers came and just squatted down. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, this is where we're living now. So built in 1874, the historical lighthouse. Let's kill the Indians first, though. Yes, let's kill them. those uh, <laughs> those poor, poor souls. 
Um, built in the eighteen seven, built in eighteen seventy four. This historical lighthouse rises uh, one hundred and sixty five feet above sea level and contains two hundred and nineteen steps leading to a magnificent tower, where the Fresnel lens serves as a beacon of light for incoming ships. But this lovely lighthouse, while still serving the city, is also a hotbed of paranormal activity, illuminating its tragic past in the form of ghostly occurrences. <laughs> Many reports of eerie encounters, strange sensations, and inexplicable, inex- inexplicable light fucking sights. Inexplicable sights. Inex- inexplicable? Inexplicable. Inexplicable. Despicable we're, me, man. We're fucking retarded, bro. <laughs> uh, wait, I, I fucking I thought I had that. Do I, I, Are you retarded? Are you retarded? Yeah, <laughs> we're fucking we're fucking retarded. <laughs> Many reports. Yeah, so they they hear weird sounds um, and you know weird things they can see. It's believed that there are more than a few ghosts lingering here. From Joseph Andrew, the light keeper of the original lighthouse who fell to his death while painting the tower. <laughs> that sucks, bro. I'm sorry, but it's like, it's going to get this light, little nice little spot Talk right here. Talk about a bad day at work, bro. Oh, man. And then you're just fucking like, oh, shit. Ah! <laughs> 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 fucking fall off the side of the lighthouse. I feel like a lot of people probably died like that back in the day. Just painting. Yeah, some, bro. You know, there's no harnesses. No OSHA, you know? bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys don't have OSHA probably, but no, no, yeah, but I know what you, I know what that is. <laughs> it's like the, you know what I mean, you know, it's fucking like healthcare just... worker, fucking bullshit. <laughs> so well, it's th- like the 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 job safety people. Yes. So if you're doing, some we have uh, WSIB. Oh, okay. Yeah, same shit. Uh, Wemis work safety procedure. Blah blah blah. I didn't do Wimis. that for my new job, and I was like, I've done this so many times in my life. Um, to the two new daughters of Hazinkia Pity. Uh, that is a weird name. It's literally H E Z E K I A H. Hazikia Pity, who drowned when a building cart they were playing in broke loose and slid down the hill into the bay. That's even crazier. It's like these, you know, these kids just playing on this like cart. Like I imagine like an old school cart that Andre the Giant would lift like he's a fucking Princess Bride and he's lifting the guy to the gate. And yeah, if you've seen the movie, you know what I mean. And then these fucking kids hit it and they fucking plummet down the fucking bay to their deaths. Pretty intense. Oof. So uh, it is that is really weird. So guests have reported hearing the sounds of the girls' laughter and having some seen the eldest daughter wearing the same blue velvet dress she wore when she was still seen alive. Pretty weird. And the aroma of cigar smoke can be detected when no one is smoking. Uh, footsteps are often heard on the stairs long after the lighthouse is closed to the guests. And the figure of Joseph has been seen at the top of the lighthouse. Um, you can take a tour, I guess, of this and, you know, discover the haunting spirits of the historical lighthouse. That would be creepy. This one's fairly creepy. The fact that little girls mm. are laughing and, and child spirits are obviously usually creepy. And a lot of times, according to fucking ghost adventures, uh, they're usually... I think they've been there, too. They, pro- they probably have. Been. They've covered a lot yeah. of... a lot. Of, and, and, like, I used to like the show. I would still watch it if I saw it on. 
Like, I just think Zach Baggins is a douchebag. And uh, it's just that. He looks they, like a tool. He is a tool. He acts like a tool. Oh, I'm so depressed. The spirits have got me, man. I, f- I feel so angry. I don't know why, Aaron. I want to punch you in your face. And it's just like, what is going on with you, bro? You're just like, you're just, just an actor. A fucking dick. Yeah, and I've heard that. It's not the demons. He's just an asshole. He's <laughs> just an asshole. But, like, this is creepy. A lighthouse alone is kind of creepy. But imagine, you know, you're going for a walk with your dog and you look up and you see fucking Joseph, like, smoking a fucking pipe up in the top of the lighthouse. Like, it's fucking strange, man. Strange. Yeah, we could, again, <laughs> if you ever come down, if your Nazi government lets you come down, we can head over there. And, I mean, I'd do that. Go on a ghost oh, tour yeah. at night and sing Augustine. So That'd be fucking be awesome, man. So. The next one I have is in St. Augustine as well. I've been here. Have okay, you? This was construct- yeah, this was constructed in 1672 by the Spanish government. St. Augustine's Castillo de San Marcos passed through a few hands until eventually, uh, until eventually coming into the possession of the U.S. military. Did you have a lot of the- Spaniards come in into Florida because it was so easy because it was on the coast? And they just posted yeah, up bro. shop and they're like, you know what? I'm leaving here now. All right. All right. Get out of here, you indigenous fox. <laughs> yeah, the pretty much. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. The so here here's the kicker, right? And I have this one and, and one more that relates to this. Okay. And it, and I'm seeing a pattern, bro. So yeah, the distinctive star shaped fortification is known for housing hundreds of Native American prisoners and ruthless European soldiers. So hmm. coincidentally enough, the other one that I'm going to cover is also star shaped which is weird. Oh, that is weird. And also how somebody very famous. So it's like a fort and it's like star so it's, shaped, it's called, right? it, they're called star forts. Okay. Yeah. And it, they're shaped just like that. Like how you said stars mm-hmm. and there's, they're all over the world, not just in Florida. They're all, is it just a, a, a structure? Is it, is it essentially just, um, to, uh, structure for protection? So you kind of have all sides of the star. I don't know. That's, that's, the mainstream narrative, but the conspiracy yeah. and Tartarian and flat earth people, they go with the, it's a, you know, a, a lost race of ancient people that were highly advanced. And these star forts are actually used for energy and other bullshit. So it's what you want to believe. I mean, it's up to you if you want to believe in that or not. But what the fuck? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So it, it doesn't stop there because I live in Osceola County, okay? And I was like, what? Osceola? Yeah. Mind you, these people, they name these areas after. So a lot of a lot of counties here in Florida are named after indigenous people, right? You have Lake Okeechobee. You have yeah. Osceola, which was a tribe leader. You have... Just Canada uh, is just full of indigenous names and people, which is great. I well, love you all. they were the first ones that but, were here, bro. I mean, yeah. it was their land. Well, I just no, think it's no. fine that we name everything um, after indigenous people after we killed fucking more than half of them. And it's just like well, everything reason- in Canada is almost, almost everything is taken from an indigenous uh, tribe or words they use. Like Canada means Canada, which means fucking big village. So the reason I think that they do that, Tom, is because I think that they know that these names have power. Could be. So they name they name these towns and they name these cities and, and counties and whole land and whole places of land after these people because they know that to them they had power, right? We know about the indigenous people being connected more to the land than the regular white man would yeah. be. So they name all these places, excuse me, <clears throat> after these these 
people because they understood the power that it has. Then now, you have the lazy white man that's like, you know what? There's a London in England. Let's make a London in Canada. <laughs> oh, wait, there's a Paris? Oh, we're French. That's the name. They name this place Paris. Oh, Paris. And there's like, I used to live in a, it's a little town not far from here. It's called Paris. And it's just like, well, there's different, there's even a Cairo here in the States. Like there's different yeah. places like that. So strange, lazy, the <laughs> ghostly residents of Castillo de San Marcos. And this place has a few places, but this is, this is the one that really stood out to me. Cause I was like, that's fucked up. All right. And it's yeah. called the ghostly residents of the Castillo de San Marcos, the embalmed souvenir, right? To the mummy? Will you encounter Osceola's headless corpse within the walls of this old fortress? Osceola was a Native American leader and a member of the Seminole tribe. We have Seminole County out here as well. Yeah. A cunning chief he managed to avoid capture by the military during the Second Seminole War, 1835 to 1842. That was until 1837 when he was tricked into custody with a false truce and transported to Castillo de San Marcos along with 200 of his men. The chief had been in poor health before his capture and was suffering from chronic malaria, tonsillitis, and, and chronic masturbation. Abscesses. So I guess like, like, is that like a sores? It seems like sores yeah. all over your body. Yeah. Once incarcerated, prominent physician, Dr. Whedon was called to treat Osceola and the two became incredibly close. We have here. So they were eventually transferred to... Let's see here. Fort Maltree in South Carolina, where he became somewhat of a celebrity. Townspeople flocked to the prison to catch a glimpse of this mystical man and a local painter, and local painters convinced him to let them paint him hmm. despite his illness. While in South Carolina, only what three illness months did after he have? Capture. Just he was had a bunch of illnesses, right? Yeah, he was just he had chronic sores, malaria, yeah. tonsillitis, and like sores and stuff. So, so weird. It kind of sounds like yeah. he's like one foot in the grave. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and three months after his capture, the Native American leader died of Quincy, an infection in the back of the throat. So he had, remember, he had tonsillitis and all this other bullshit. Yeah. So he died of Quincy. All right. Surprisingly, Osceola's move to South Carolina didn't dis- disrupt his friendship, his friendship with Dr. Whedon. The doctor continued to visit and treat Osceola until his death, and even his family grew to love him. Now, this is where it f- is fucked up, right? This guy is fucked. Okay. The beautiful friendship took a sinister turn when the doctor decided to honor his friend by sucking his by dick, s- by severing his <laughs> head and keeping it as a memento. Uh-huh, yo, he fucked his skull, dude. His skull fucked. He him. fucking took his head, bro. So like, you know what? I'm gonna miss. Head. I'm gonna miss those uh, those long blowjobs at night, bro. Remember, remember, you used to give me those blowjobs for every time I rubbed your wounds and I healed you Probably. with my hands. <laughs> Before the funeral, while the doctor was alone preparing the body, he cut off Osceola's head and wrapped the cut with a scarf. It didn't stop there, though. He also took some of the belongings the chief was to be buried with. And to preserve the head, the witch doctor placed it in a jar with alcohol before bringing it to St. Augustine and displaying it in his drugstore. Well, that's not even like him being like, bro, I just miss looking at you. I just want your head because I think it would be cool. Well, here's the thing. Unfortunately, at the time, Native American body parts, especially the heads, were considered valuable trophies. People went to great lengths to obtain them, even if it meant desecrating a human being. And many believe the chief still haunts the grounds of San Marcos after all the trauma his corpse was subjected to. 
Visitors often report seeing unexplained shadows walking in the fort, and some claim to have witnessed a headless apparition. Other phenomena include unexpected drops in temperature, sudden chills, and hearing disembodied voices. And these strange sightings have been attributed to the chief, but it could only likely be any one of the Native Americans who took their last breath in that prison. Because, again, they were doing fucked up shit to these indigenous people. And I was like, okay, that's kind of weird, right? We have this fort that looks like a star. It's related to Tartaria. And then I found another fort that's another star fort that's related to the uh, skull and bones. Oh, we know I still can't believe this motherfucker took that guy's head. Well, here, here we go. We know about skull and bones. How they supposedly had Geronimo's skull. Yes. Skull and was it femur or something? Femur or something. They used to do rituals. So check this out, bro. We have Fort Pickens, which is in Florida as well, was built in 1834 (laughs) as a plan to fortify the coastal areas from invasion after the war of 1812, right? Mm -hmm. So it only took five years to build 21.5 million bricks. Hmm. The fort was the largest of those built to defend the Pensacola Harbor. So we're in Pensacola, Florida. And this is where it gets weird because I was like, okay. Yeah. After refusing, the fort was made. So after after they, they went through the Confederate and all this other bullshit, the fort was used as a prison in the Indian Wars and held one of the most famous Indian warriors known as Geronimo. Oh, what? So they held Geronimo at this fort. Fucking And I was like, holy shit, bro. And apparently, again, there was fires that killed a bunch of people there, too. Well, one one person died. And, yeah, only one one person died. (laughs) And there's ghosts that supposedly are there of the Native Americans that were held there. Makes sense. And... Some people hear noises, strange presences, and they just fee- feel a fear and panic. But I thought it was really fucking crazy that Geronimo was held here. Yeah, of course. It is It is weird. It's a weird connection, right? Um, I got a couple more quick ones of some strange hauntings in Florida. Um, yep. So when obviously over a, a, a fucking 100,000 people are buried in the cemetery, you can expect a few souls to stick around. Florida's Key West Cemetery is no stranger to supernatural uh, occurrences, including disembodied voices and unexplained lights, among some supernatural entities. A mysterious woman occasionally appears and scolds visitors who sit on graves or in some way disrespects the graveyard. It's my time to clean. You better get off the graves. Like, I don't know what this woman's like, but I just saw a picture of her, like, Consuela trying to clean up all the fucking graves. Be like, these are dusty. <laughs> Stupid. It's like, housekeeping? <laughs> Isn't that from Family Guy? Yeah, but it's ever, have you ever seen, um, you ever seen Tommy Boy with Chris Farley and David Spade? One of my favorite movies, man. You got to watch it. I love Chris Farley. I've seen Tomcat. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good movie. Tomcats. Um, yeah. Now, watch Tommy Boy sometime. And Davis was like, housekeeping? And fucking Chris Farley's like, I'm fucking sleeping. He's like, want me to jerk you off? And then he's like, what? And he like gets out of bed because he doesn't know it's his buddy and shit. It's fucking <laughs> funny. <laughs> I love Watch Tommy Boy. It's a fucking great movie. And Black what Sheep. I can't awesome. remember if it's Black Sheep or Tommy Boy, but Chris Farley's movies are fucking gold. So obviously it's kind of weird because this cemetery also comes with an extra dose of a morbid of morbid history. 
Uh, although it was established in 1847, some of the graves date back to 1829 because of a hurricane blew through the state and unearthed several bodies, <laughs> forcing them to move it to the Key West Cemetery. So uh, imagine that a hurricane goes through maybe back then, right? They don't bury them as deep. They uh, you should always go six feet, but somehow when it ripped through, you had fucking body parts. Like you're just sitting on your porch with a shotgun and you're like, Susie, there's a fucking body out here. Fucking femur just hit you in the fucking head, <laughs> yeah, bro. While you're what just the fuck? It's <laughs> like some bitch is trying to hang up her clothing and shit. And she gets like knocked out by a fucking arm. Like what the fuck? That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> fucking severed dick flies by and like weird. That's strange. Well, dude, in, in Puerto Rico, people weren't paying like their dues, I guess, to maintain the cemetery. So yeah. they were digging people out and putting them in dumpsters, bro. What? That's fucking no crazy. Fucks, no I fucks. No I can see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can see that. So um, it is kind of crazy. So they moved other unique headstones might not uh, not might be dated before the place was even established. There were some weird things uh, about this. And um, one of the headstones might not date back before the place was established, but certainly calls for the attention with inscriptions like Pearl Roberts. I told you I was sick, bro. One, one of the graves says, I told you I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was sick, bro. I fucking died because of you. What do you want on your tombstone? I fucking told you, Martha, that I was fucking sick and you didn't believe me. You didn't call the goddamn doctor. <laughs> like, that's Cause fucking... Like, imagine, like, wait, I didn't know you were not being serious. I was being sarcastic, <laughs> Martha. What the fuck, Martha? <laughs> so weird. So supposedly named one of the top... 10 most haunted places by the travel channel is the Cuban club house in the cant- uh, cantina pool library ballroom bowling alley and the two story theater. Miami? Yeah. The Cuban club. Um, where's that bitch at? I don't know. Miami the, probably. Pro- I'm guessing it's Miami where you're at now. Go, go check out the Cuban club, bro. See, uh, see if you can smoke a cigar with fucking Al Capone's dead body. Shit, I'm out. <laughs> There have been two notable deaths on the site, including an actor who died by suicide on stage. They say by suicide, right? But this has happened quite a few times during live productions um, where people have accidentally hung themselves, which has actually happened more often than you would think. Because we talked about before on this podcast. Uh, No, that midget literally just killed himself and it's in the background. Yeah, you saw that, right? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I might do a video on TikTok about that shit. If people don't know, a lot of people do. But it is fucking creepy as shit, nonetheless, yeah. that um, one of the, the little people um, mm. killed himself. And you can see him in the VHS, the original tape. You can see him swinging in the background. when they're, and it's, you, have to, you have to be very quick because it's just when they're uh, doing the, the yellow brick road, down the yellow brick road, or wherever the fuck that song is. And you can see him also... The little people harassed um, Dorothy, the chick that played Dorothy, Doris Day. No, it's not Doris Day. Whoever the chick was. Um, I can't remember her name now. And I fucking know. Alice in Wonderland? No, the actor that played Dorothy. Oh. Um, I, I can't remember that. She got, she, after that role, she took a lot of drugs and tried to get skinny because of the image of Hollywood. Um, that movie fucked her up. Uh, for sure. Really? Yes. Uh, I, maybe we'll talk about her on the famous dead series. Cause it is worth noting. Um, I just can't fucking think of her name. I know someone's yelling at me f- through the radio. Um, but that's, that's a real, really weird, but yeah, there's, it happens where even somebody sliced their throat. They had a real knife. They thought it was going to be a prop knife 
and they're supposed to do a scene where they cut their throat. They legitimately cut their throat. So stuff like that That's happens. That's fucked, bro. Oh, it's so fucked. And it's supposed to be a board member who uh, who uh, was killed in the midst of a heated argument. Jeez, a board member. It's like, we don't like the way you're setting up the stage. And it's like, it's just like <laughs> stupid fucking argument. And then you get murdered. Strange. So visitors report hearing piano suddenly play by itself. And uh, a spying, uh, spying a young boy playing a, playing with a ball. That's strange. Plus, elevators never arrive on time. I don't know why that has anything to do with anything. Yeah, it's like, oh, that must be haunted, you fucks. <laughs> I know. Um, like so I, you fix your fucking elevator, it's like 100 years old, you fucking idiots. I like that one. It's fucking weird and strange. That's why I said that these are just a bunch of different ghost stories around Florida. I thought it'd be fun. And the next time we're going to get in Ontario, I got two more shorter ones. Uh, so Florida residents report the Interstate 4. Um, did you mention that one? Yeah, that's the one, that dead zone. Yeah, yeah, there's electric... Yeah, weird, I had that one too, but the drivers experience electronic blackouts. Unusual voices on the radio. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and uh, it's... Mm-hmm. You're, what's funny, Did you, you said it was German settlers, mine said Swedish settlers. I did, though, I did the Swedes. <laughs> it's... It says Fake that news, bro. I know because it said the Swedish settlers who wiped out by yellow fever before the end of the 1800s the settlers were buried on the land where a local farmer took over the uh, took over. He paid careful attention to the gravesite, making sure to farm around the bodies and never plow over them. Which I find fucking hilarious. There's like massive farmland and there's just this spot and he always has to be super careful around it. Don't want to hit the bodies and disrespect them. And by the 1950s, the farmer's widow sold the land state and I-4 was built right on top of the burial site. So no wonder this fucking, no wonder this, man, no wonder, dude. It makes so much sense. Buddy A. Buddy A, bye. Uh, But uh, it makes a lot of sense. This place is haunted because this guy was just trying to keep these Swedish people, um, you know, you know, he's trying to mm. pay respects to their graves. These Swedes or these Germans, whatever they may be. And um, and then they just put a fucking highway on top of it. That's fucking smart. <laughs> the government said, fuck you. And they just put a, hi- a highway on it. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, right, right. I've said this to you before, right? Uh, the whole world's a fucking graveyard, right? Like there's yes. everywhere, you know? So... Uh, let's get to our last little fun story for this uh, little fun uh, episode of Strange Wands of a bunch of hauntings. Strange wantings. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, a bridge shouldn't be called... All, shouldn't be, a bridge shouldn't be all that scary. Unless you're in like a Final Destination film. But the Sunshine Skyway Bridge near Tampa, Florida certainly is. What do you think of Tampa? Is Tampa like a, the butthole of Florida? No, if anything, people would say that about Jacksonville. Yeah, I could see Jacksonville. That makes more sense to me. Mm. Um, So, you know, uh, the particular bridge has a collection of horror stories attached to it that are enough to make anyone consider taking the long way around. In 1980, a freighter accidentally struck a part of the bridge, causing several cars in a Greyhound bus to literally tumble into the water. So that guy's a fucking idiot. He just hit part of the bridge and then it fucking, he was probably fine that everybody else died. It's like, it's like those movies that you see, bro, where it's like Mr. Bean or something where they do something yeah. without noticing and like in the background, it's just fucking chaos. No, that, like yeah, swerves, that's so true. Like, that is, yeah. like, 
oh, well, I'm going home. And then like a fucking bus just like hit the brakes <laughs> not to avoid him. And like, yeah, a bunch you of see it died. in the background, like there's massive explosions going on. You're like, well, that's fucked. Yeah. Uh, I could see Mr. Bean. I love, I love the bean man, man. He's great. Rowan Atkinson is, uh, is a God. So uh, on the top of, uh, on top of it, a freak accident supposedly took place there. 200 people have jumped from the tallest point of the bridge resulting in their deaths. So when you see a bridge, you think suicide every time you look at one, right? At least I do. Like, we know what it would be like if I just climbed up there and jumped off. I think of Mothman, bro. I don't think yeah, of Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think of killing myself every time I see a bridge. That's fucked, bro. You need some help. <laughs> it's like when, uh, and I've told the story before, me and Chelsea, we, were just, we drove home and we saw a kid staying on the other side of this bridge um, in Brantford. And we're like, what? That's crazy. Let's go take a walk and see what happens. And we took a walk and we walked down and there's like this other, like it was, a, it's a pretty high bridge, um, over like, um, a river. It's a, actually a lake, um, or it feeds, it's a river that feeds into a lake. Yeah. And it's, it's really stony down there and very shallow. So he would have, he probably wouldn't even have died. He would have just got really fucked up. We took a walk and there's like all these the bridges to go over this and stuff like that. So we went on the side, they went on the smaller bridges and walked. And then we, he was like above us and Charles like, stop looking up. And I'm like, why? I'm like, I want you would have fallen on you, bro. I'm like, Oh my God, you were at the right place at the right time. <laughs> and, gives me a so hug. Much. <laughs> and they yeah. ended up talking him off, but it was like, there was cop when we got oh, back to kill those cops. Yeah. He was going to kill himself. The thing is he oh, wouldn't sure. have died. Like he would have just got mangled. He would have survived. Yeah. I can guarantee it, but you would have been fucked up afterwards. I can't even kill myself. Right. <laughs> like, fucking pretty much so some travelers say they can hear whispers along the bridge jump off jump do it do it nobody loves you others see people walking on the edge which would be creepy especially if you didn't if you like that would be scary first of all is like you're like driving past you see someone on the bridge like oh i gotta help this guy and then you get closer and closer and then they just dissipate or something would be fucking Mm. creepy that'd be freaky um a few even claim to have given a young woman a ride over the bridge only for her to disappear once they get across the bridge That's cool. Some of these ghost stories are fun. Like there's all there's ghost stories Don't everywhere. Pick people up no. on the side of the road, you fucks. Especially if they look like um, Toby Maguire from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It's funny <laughs> they pick him up and he looks crazy, and then he's the one that jumps out of the car. Thanks for the ride because he yeah. fucking Johnny Depp starts seeing bats and shit. This is backcountry. Fucking great movie. <laughs> if no one's if you haven't seen that movie, goddamn people have to fucking check that shit out. That was fun. I want to do something like, you know, uh, we saw us getting some big topics or certain subjects. It's been a while since we've like really done like a different style mysteries or hauntings and stuff like that. So I thought it'd be fun to do like, you know, where Juan's from, do some hauntings surrounding Florida because Florida does have such a history and of like, it has a history of crime, um, a history of history of, you know, how Florida came to be the disgusting armpit of the United States and you know, all this stuff. So I thought it was interesting. And then the next time you hear us, we'll talk about the hauntings around Ontario because we also have a lot around here. It would just, it just felt appropriate to cover it on Florida because Florida They're probably not as cool, but yeah, it's not going to be as cool. There's probably some fucking weird ones. There's weird hauntings all over the place. Right. But Florida's always got those trash bag ones, man. Like those, you know, this fucking guy <laughs> huffing gas and the side of a fucking bridge. Eating some dude's face. Yeah. Eating yeah. some dude's face. Like, fucking huffing what they what do they do they don't they like fucking spray like fucking 
um, aerosol like paint into like a bag and they go <gasps> huff it. I think that's a fucking way to get high. I've never no, tried it. The the keyboard. Uh, oh yeah, air cans. You you take those and it's like supposed to be like yeah. math or something. Have like you that. well? Have you seen that? Uh, it's like on um, what's that um uh fucking intervention and the guy. I think he huffs something like that where it's like a keyboard thing. And he talks like this. Every time yeah. he hits it, it like fucks up his voice. So he sounds That's like a one. demon. That's what uh, Steve-O did too for a while. He got fucked up. Yeah, and that. you can hear their like voices change. They sound like a fucking demon. The guy's like, mm-hmm. I remember seeing that on the intervention. He's like, I'm really high. And he's like, mom's like, I try to help him. Mom, can you get me a <laughs> glass of cocaine or Coke? Pepsi, please. It's just like, his, it's really weird. It's fucking people addicted to weird shit on that show, man. I would, I would talk for an hour just about, um, shows like strange addiction where the chick eats like her couch. She just eats like the foam from her couch and stuff. It's fucking weird. How fucking stupid. Can you be? That's actually a good Patreon episode. Stay tuned for that because, um, I will try to get Billy on it considering it would be his review intervention. Fucking episodes. No, it would just, no, even just do uh, an episode just for Patreon, just for like, just even one time thing is do strange addictions. And I would like to have Mm. Billy on just because of his reactions. Cause you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? What the fuck? eh? what the fuck? eh? there, bud fucking buddy guy. eh? fuck. I thought that was just pretty interesting. I thought it was fun, something different, something fresh for strange ones. We really haven't talked about anything paranormal or, well, at least ghosts for a bit. Um, we love talking about our cryptids and stuff like that, but I think we should start getting back into some ghosty stuff sometimes. So next time you hear us, we'll do uh, the ghost of Ontario, and then maybe we'll get back into some true crime of Florida, which I said to Wanda, I was like, we'll step away from Florida sometimes, and uh, we'll do like a serial killer around my neck of the woods or some strange mystery or unsolved crime around Ontario or in Canada, um, because we should span out and do some more Canadian stuff. It's just so fucking easy to find shit in Florida. There's like all oh, murder happened yesterday, and they fucking. I just need you to put some respect on the name <laughs> of where I'm from, bro. What armpit, armpit of the yeah. states, the Florida, fucking the soggy ass gooch of the fucking states. <laughs> yeah, but we can do we can do Canada next. That's fine. That'll be fun. Then we'll maybe get into some true crime. We'll see what's coming on the docket. Uh, it's gonna be the summer soon, so maybe we'll get into some more. I don't know, summer style episodes, like some, I don't know. We got, there's a lot of stuff that we can get into. Like we're saying, we're going to dive back into some history. It's going to probably be soon, but not too soon, but we definitely want to get back into some episodes about some strange fucked up history because there is lots of it. And it's always fun. We've done, we've done Vikings. We've done a bunch of stuff. So like, I want to kind of get back into some, some strange history down the road on strange wands. Should be fun. Awesome. Well, uh, you know where to find us, uh, www.strangerupodcast.com. Uh, the Patreon is literally patreon.com slash strangerupodcast. Juan's got his Patreon, same shit, patreon.com slash the one-on-one podcast. Yeah, the one-on-one podcast, any social media platform. And make sure to check us out, you fucks. Yes, we, yeah, this was we appreciate you. Um, yeah, we all love you. Uh, so stay strange, all you fuckers out there. Thank you.